0: Instant!
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back once again to Denim Radio. This is episode 002. That's right. We didn't. We're not a one and done operation. We're back for more embarrassment for you and us. And who are we? I am Josh, one of your hosts, and over here we got Ozone. How's it going, man? I'm doing good. He's doing very well, and you know why? Because we've 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 completed our our second interview. Yes, earlier today we had all chat with old Robbie Marone. He's been very involved with this with this label since not day one, but probably day forty two ish, something oh, I'm like good that. With that. <laughs> he got on board. He's been very helpful with uh, with uh, helping us recruit bands and giving us music to put out. And yeah, he also does a lot of art for us. He. You know, he's the, the brains behind Head Cat, our little guy, even though I'm not really a cat guy, but here we are, using a cat as our as our mascot, but I, I don't mind him in cartoon form. Just stay off me. Quit meowing at me, you weirdos. Well, I've <laughs> seen you cuddle cats. Uh, there's alcohol involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's been, I don't know, less than a week since we did our last episode. I don't know what we're aiming for. We're gonna try to at least within two weeks try to pump out pump out episodes. I guess it depends on what we're up to as of right now. We kinda we got a little bit of time to get some shit done, so and we kinda wanna get this off the ground because I mean we didn't want to tease people with only one episode and then just disappear for a while. So we got we gotta keep the momentum going. What do you say?
2: Keep that centrifugal force going. Yep. Ooh. Centrifugal
1: we're not being frugal with our center centrifugal but uh, yeah what what a lot's happened since uh april uh 14th or whatever we dropped the first episode i mean we got it on most of the streaming platforms i believe it's hard for me to check because i don't use most of them like i know it's on spotify i know it's on apple i know it's on amazon i know it's on iHeartRadio. radio if there's anywhere else that we're missing please let us know and we will rectify that immediately but uh we we got it out there. We got it out to the masses. So, I know I don't know what else we can do, get people to listen. But uh, some of you did, and and we're very grateful. We I don't know. Did you get any feedback? I got a few a few comments from people checking out the show.
2: Reiki right, told me I was grumpy.
1: <laughs> you sound grumpy. And then uh, the picture I chose too. You look grumpy too. He's like, I'm so grumpy, Ozone. That's uh the grump calling the grumpy, grumpy grump grumpy. <laughs> you guys having to grump off in the in the tour van.
2: <laughs> yeah, we we do have good grump offs. We do. That's for sure. But he's always sick, so he gets an upper hand. That's true. Beats me at the grump wars.
1: It's because he doesn't sleep. If he's not playing in playing in bands, he's he's uh till all hours of the night. His retirement package. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: We've been busy. his hobby to make some money. I'm not going to knock that. <laughs> hey, we make some.
1: Make a few pennies. We've got a few pennies to rub together in the trashed ambulance. Maybe not the label, but we're getting there, folks. We're getting there. We're, we're investing in all of you because we love it. And the bands are pretty good. You should check them out. What, what came out last week, slash, this week? It's definitely been. Last
2: nice week, slash, this week on Tuesday of. Oh, know my calendar's still in March. April 11th. Was Regal fouls ep One, two, punch. So check it out. It's Everybody, good.
1: everybody's favorite Banff blonde bimbos. I don't think any of them are blonde, but they're uh yeah, it's good to get them on board. Um definitely be getting them on the show if they're down. Jerry, Mitch, base guy. <laughs> Should have been shorter. Blondie. Well, <laughs> oh, there's the blondie. How you doing, bud? <laughs>
2: yeah, what else do we got? Not released yet, but probably will be before this is out on April 18th. We've got Boo Radley's EP. Good night for now. It actually is out right now. Oh yeah, it is out right now, isn't it? Live as of yeah. within the last hour. Yeah, and uh,
1: I guess it's probably came and went by the time I get this up. Well, Who knows, I might surprise you all and get it out earlier, but uh, they're doing their EP release show at the Neverland Boutique with Down the Barrel, Speed Control, Terrible People and What's the Plan. So it's a nice 420 release show. So I mean, if this comes out too late, I hope you went and supported and if uh, you're hearing it and it's not April 20th yet, then get your buns down to the Neverland Boutique. You don't want to miss that. It's Boo Radley has their uh, debut EP out and we couldn't be prouder of those little guys.
2: It's it's been too long. To since they uh release anything, the only only song on Spotify right now is "Evil and Rage," was was on the Halloween comp. It's a great tune, but been waiting for this EP for a long time.
1: That's true. It's good on you, Cam. <laughs> to the point where we might have been annoying him, like, hey, psst, psst. <laughs> yeah, slide into his You done, Cam? You done? I hope. Where's some songs?
2: There's those tunes?
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what we got, and. Like you said last time we got old Raimi's Is it just the first single coming out next week? No, I think it's the whole Kabang. No, we're not even fucking around. We're just no nope. unleashing
2: it on the world. He's got he has got another one in the back already. We didn't have time for a, a waterfall release. That guy that guy just I don't know. I I've never met someone that has so much music that he can write. It's awesome.
1: he's la machine. Get it? Because he's French? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't know it. what the French word for machine is, but the first half was right. <laughs> I probably got the masculine feminine thing wrong, but you know what? Bottom line is the dude puts out a lot of music and it's it's good for us because we get to listen to it and then be a part of it. So check it out. But yeah, I don't know. As for, as for Trash, for catch us April 29th at the VAT. We're playing with All the Time Everywhere, Cosm, and Balderdash from Edmonton. So, there's a lot of pressure on us as the Red Deer guys to bring people out. So, hopefully some people come come and show up, because uh, I think regardless, it's going to be a fun time. I'm looking forward to it.
2: It's going to be good. I love All the Time Everywhere. One of my favorite Alberta bands, so.
1: Another band. Pumped band.
2: to play with them. Yeah, so. Mm, I love it, it won't Other be behind. long
1: before we're uh, down south in in uh, Costa Rica. So get your fill of us. <laughs> we'll be gone. We we might not come back alive. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe fish. you can
2: take your uh, your digital recorder thing, and we'll do a poolside uh, podcast with Reiki.
1: We could probably just do it on our phone, and probably be good enough. But we'll see. Yep. We'll see. I mean, we, we scream qualities. So. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a have a ton of. Uh, cargo room but we'll, we'll see what we can get down there i think it would be pretty hilarious to do some interviews down there but who knows we'll see we'll see what we can pull off but luckily for you folks at home we have uh we have done an amazing interview right here in canada so as we mentioned before you want to give him a little bit of an introduction
2: he's the best robbie ramon ramon robbie moron <laughs> from calgary the one and only. He's played in in many many high antenna ba- releases, but uh, yeah, but Bernie Nichols, Robbie Marone, the Marones. That He's also seen. uh sang a few Trash Timberland songs too.
1: That's true. We actually forgot to ask him about that, but uh, played a cop on our song "Stock in the Park." So
2: should we? And play he it? also sang sang uh sang a line in in "So Long, Rb" too no or no uh, leapfrog leapfrog.
1: yeah Yeah. he did he definitely did i forgot about that one that's kind of an overlooked ep because we didn't we didn't do a physical of that one but it's out there so if you haven't checked out leapfrog i suggest you do so immediately but yeah um let's let's play a couple songs to get right into the interview because it was kind of a doozy so you don't need more dead air i think people got enough of us last episode so (laughs) you don't gotta put him through much more of this um what do you want to hear?
2: I would like to hear Summer Boner by Bernie Nichols. Summer
1: Boner. That's what you're choosing. So uh, let's, we we mentioned it. Let's do uh, Trashed Ambulance. Uh, Stalk in the park. You can hear a double double whammy, a Robbie. And we'll, uh, that'll uh, segue us nicely into his his interview. So uh, yeah, let's do some, some Bernie Nichols and some Trashed Ambulance. Coming at you.
3: was more than just a summer boner a summer boner a summer boner a summer boner more than just a summer boner oh darling do you remember that night we met the tide was low and we were high you let me in with the sun in your eyes that sweet sweet more than that, you were special. My heart shattered, torn and shattered. Your pretty face was more than just a summer boner. I gave you my love, but I can think of. Your pretty face was more than just a summer boner. A summer boner, a summer boner. Summer boner, boy, ain't just a summer boner Summer boner Summer boner Summer boner,
0: boy, ain't just a summer boner I got a boner <laughs>
1: All right, Denim Radio, we are here with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Robbie Marone of, Robbie Marone of, the Marones of RFM Productions, and what else is he in? We're going to tell you all about it here in the next five minutes. How's it going, Robbie? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Ozone? Good. This, this is a new sensation for me. I haven't done the, the tag team interview like this, especially when we're not on video or anything, so bear with us there's not it's hard to pick up on social cues like I know ozone's frowning right now but I just I'm not yeah, sure about Robbie he might be scowling it's my well. first
4: it's my first time getting tag-teamed as well so.
0: <laughs> we'll be, be gentle, gentle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. we'll be very gentle <laughs> all right so here we go Robbie Marone how are you
4: doing good enough good. good enough life's life's very hectic these days I as as you know, I forgot about the interview. <laughs> I knew about it all day until about five minutes before the interview, and then I just totally spaced on it. You guys had to hunt me down, so now I'm a little off kilter, but I'm good to go.
2: That <laughs> most people. It's are the playoffs.
4: There. The <laughs> playoffs started today. It's it totally took over. <laughs>
2: yeah, how, how are your a Flames fan? <laughs>
4: yeah, doesn't matter. I'm a hockey fan first, and a Flames fan second. I'm
2: a Leafs fan. I get an extra week out of it, at least. Yeah, good for
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> so did Tampa do their little trick of bringing 25 guys off the long-term injury? They're miraculously healed in time for the playoffs?
2: Just Vegas did this uh,
1: year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark Stone.
4: Pittsburgh waited too late.
1: <laughs> <I> mean, they <laughs> forgot to make the playoffs.
4: Yeah, Crosby was always injured three weeks before the playoffs and then back in time for playoffs, but not this year.
1: Oh no. I'm not. A, I'm not a Penguins guy. So, I'm, no, I hate I'm him. I'm a it. Philly fan. So, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, you know what? You could tune in to uh, Robbie Marone's Hockey Network if you want to hear his takes. But uh, we're, we're here to talk about music. <laughs> okay, so, uh, fine. Yeah. So you're based out of and born, born and raised Calgarian? Is that accurate?
4: I am. Yeah. Yeah. And I was born and raised Calgarian before it was like normal to be born and raised Calgarian. Uh, when I grew up and people found out that I was like born and raised Calgarian, they're like, no way. Nowadays, it's a little more popular because, you know, we had the big boom and then people had kids and now they're all 20 and they're all like, yeah, we were all born and raised in Calgary. But when I was born and raised, it was like, holy shit. That never happened back then.
1: <laughs> when, when were you born and raised in
4: 1785? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah about that <laughs> give or take a couple hundred years I, uh... <laughs> well
1: that's yeah. that's interesting like what it just like you really saw population boom then as you grew as you grew up
4: uh oh yeah i remember like growing up in calgary was the quiet like uh really friendly place and everybody started moving here and everybody was everybody you talked to had just moved here within the last few years and like they're all oh, Calgary's so nice. Everybody's so nice. And now it's like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so nice anymore. I'm sorry. It's not the same place I grew up. That's for sure.
1: Really? Well, it's usually clean. It's one thing I noticed as a non-Calgarian. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll give it that. You, you
4: know, you don't really really notice how clean Calgary is until you go to Edmonton. <laughs> Or Vancouver and then you're like well yeah Calgary's pretty clean like not a diss I love Edmonton and Vancouver as cities but Calgary's way cleaner than both of them for sure
1: yeah i noticed that yeah. you know what? it's it's a, it's a little sterile that's why it's tough to have good art because everybody's so rich and clean you need oh, those disgusting yeah. junkies to make good art <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah Calgary is not without its flaws for sure and then especially when it comes to the music scene i, I could talk for days about how much i I'm not very pleased with the music scene here, but uh, yeah, it's clean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, mean, you definitely produce some pretty well-known, like globally well-known bands from Calgary, I guess. you got the old Belladiers and the the Chicks Diggets. I don't know who else would be in that that stratosphere. There is,
4: you know, I I would say arguably – Calgary has in western Canada some of if not the most I won't say the best but I would say the most um talent uh when like I have a band list as a promoter uh of all the towns from basically Saskatchewan over to Vancouver and you know the list of really high end bands um I feel is man maybe I'm biased cuz I live here but uh, you know, I've really done my research, and Calgary does have a ton of talent here. Um, problem is, there's hardly any venues to play. There's competitions to get on. You know, the one or two decent shows that come through uh, every month or two, kind of thing. And you know, it's it's just it's 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 too bad because the talent is here, but but the venues are are lacking for sure. Um, yeah among other things.
1: Well, I think Ozone, you were the one that said this before. It's like maybe tit for tat Edmonton can hang as far as producing good bands, but they all, they all seem to break mm-hmm. up in Edmonton. Whereas Calgary, even if they're not doing anything, they, yeah. they don't officially break up. So then all, they, it's just, very like, true. they they reemerge six months later. And yeah. you're like, oh, I thought these guys were dead, but.
4: Well, and I feel like Edmonton has the better support system. Uh, Edmonton has a lot of good venues. Um, and a really tight um fan base that come out and support all the bands and stuff. Whereas Calgary, it's it's not so much, right? Like I can see why a lot of the venues don't want a lot of punk shows anymore, because they don't get a lot of draw here. Um, and when they do, they're a pretty tame crowd. Whereas, like, I mean, as far as the Marones go, when we play in Edmonton, I hate to say it, but it's ten times better than when we play in Calgary. Like if we play in Calgary, it better be one of like our personal parties that all our friends and family come out to. Cause then we know it'll be a rager. But if, if we just play some random show for us, it's, it's been kind of, it's been okay and good turnouts and stuff, but a relatively mild crowd. Whereas when we go to Edmonton, wherever we play, and we don't have a lot of friends and family out in Edmonton. They just come out and they pack the place and they party and they rage. And it's like, it's night and day different. It's crazy. That's our experience anyways. I can't say, you know, that the whole scene is like that, but that's my experience anyways.
2: Yeah. Ozone, you got anything to add? Oh, I would uh I'd agree. I mean, in my experience too, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, I love both cities. I, I love living in Calgary and never lived in Edmonton, but yeah, I do find shows in Edmonton just seem to have a lot more people out that you don't know, whereas in Calgary it is <laughs> you gotta rely on family and friends, but yeah 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 exactly and i'm i mean i and i mean 10 years ago in calgary when i lived there it seemed to be quite a bit better but i mean i myself included i only went to the bigger shows so yeah (laughs) yeah exactly well
4: and i remember growing up like i grew up in the calgary punk scene and it was it was awesome like for all ages shows uh back in the mid 90s late 90s it was so good. The bands were so good. The support, uh, you know, the fans were amazing. Uh, the scene was just, it, I was so lucky to grow up in that time and in, in, in this, in this city. Um, but, uh, as, as things kind of changed and stuff, this like the music changed, the scene changed and, uh, it's Calgary started to get that kind of vibe of, uh, kind of a bit of a, a lull, you know, like the people were there, but they didn't really care unless it was, you know, their friends or whatever else, right? And it almost got uh, a little too clicky for me, so I kind
2: of stepped back for a while. I guess my only other thought on that is maybe the next generation is already back though, because I heard the all ages scene, and I've seen the all ages scene in Calgary. Loves their punk rock yeah. and and packed yeah. venues already. So as soon as they yeah. all turn, turn eighteen, the bar scene might <laughs> absolutely revive itself again
4: here's hoping well here's here's so her open and you know i i was listening to your first podcast there and you guys touched on that and uh we have started to see it and you guys touched on it as well how you know it's 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 really grown over the last year or two basically since covid opened up all of a sudden we have an all-ages scene whereas before covid there was not, really not much for it the all-ages scene before covid was us old guys bringing our five to 12 year old kids out to the, to our shows. Right. And that was an all ages show. And now you've actually got like, when I was a kid going to these all ages shows that I was talking about, I was like, you know, 13, uh, 18 years old kind of thing. And I I wasn't going with my parents and my parents didn't want me going for sure, but you know, it was something for me to do. And, and uh, now we're starting to see that scene open up again, which I think is, is very important and very crucial for, for punk rock to see. Uh, you know, those kids of their own minds, just the, you know, getting into it and wanting to be a part of it. Now, the problem I'm seeing with that is that, well, and I'm not seeing it, but I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling it and maybe it's all in my head, but as a old guy, it seems to me like, um, these kids have their own scene now and we're not a part of it kind of thing. But, uh, the Morones are playing one of those all ages shows, uh, in about 10 days. So we'll see if anybody gives a shit. <laughs>
2: It's, it's almost like there's a generation of gatekeeping punk rockers out there that, that skipped a generation or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Never, yeah. Right? Well, the, yeah. the, old, the old bastards well, I mean, just it, won't retire. That's a problem.
1: <laughs> so there was never that yeah. void for the next band, the, the well, elder millennials to step life, up.
4: Right? Yeah. Well, punk rock for life, and I think the, the genera- my generation anyways, I'm an Xer and I know, uh, you know, Uh, a lot of the bands here in calgary are uh that same kind of age group and uh, a lot of them have kids and they're doing the same thing as i am they're growing their kids up on punk rock and everything else and uh you know that's good and stuff but you know as we mentioned there's that kind of middle range in the middle there that uh, we can't really help with so to see them doing it on their own is awesome um Mm -hmm. to see them kind of not really care about the older guys it, you know it's awesome too right <laughs> it's uh it sucks for us older guys We're like hey what about us do you want to hear my band and they're like no man you're old we want to hear new stuff we want to hear the younger kids we want to hear kids our own age and that's awesome too in its own regard so it's 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 i'm really happy to see it and i i hope it sticks around and uh you know i i do hope that uh you know the that generation will also embrace uh, some of the older bands too. Cause as of yet, I haven't really seen it. So it, it, there almost seems to be a bit of a divide, I guess, but yeah, who knows? We'll see. It's, it's still early to tell.
1: Well, I'm just looking back to my own life and like, I grew up in the sticks in Saskatchewan and uh, there was a couple shows that I remember, like, I, I'm not exactly sure how old I would have been. It would have been in the, in the nineties for sure. Like too young to, to be drinking, but I think I was sneaking beers, but uh, like Savage yeah. Henry, all these bands like that came to my little town and put on a show at a, at a hall, you know? And that was like the definitive moment where I like, I'm picking up a guitar me and my buddies like wrote terrible yeah. bad religion ripoffs in a garage that weren't yeah. going anywhere. But, <laughs> but it was kind of cool yeah. because you're, you're talking about all ages. I mean that we're, we're going to get into this later, but your uh, sonar that you hosted last year, mm-hmm. There were some young younger kids there that came up and were all stoked. And I remember one of them like whatever followed us on Instagram and then had messaged us and said, you know, I'm I'm putting a band together. I was so stoked about you know, going to that that concert was so awesome. And then this that person actually was playing in a band that we played with earlier this year. So it's like, well, they actually did it. Yeah. You know, so it's I think it it, it does make a difference, like being exposed to cool music like that you know i mean you can show mm-hmm. your kids but to, to, to see it from somebody else that's not your parents just probably makes yeah. it cooler right <laughs> for sure <laughs> like i well, listen to music kidding. with my dad all the time when i was a kid and i still lo- love a lot of it like the old guess yeah. who and shit but I mean, once i found punk yeah. and stuff it's like okay this is for me <laughs> like this is what i'm supposed yeah. to do
4: Yeah, exactly. My only hope is that I don't scare my kids away from punk rock and they think it's just like a dad rock thing, right? (laughs) Uncle rock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You kids think this mumble rap's cool? Get a load of this.
4: Check out my demo. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: This Chai Pig guy, he was closer to a god than a man. Are you sure, Dad? He was. (laughs) (laughs) You just got to trust me, all right? (laughs) You should have seen it. (laughs) You should have seen it. (laughs) fucking puffed wheat flying everywhere it's like pennies (laughs) from oh yeah it's the
4: s in a few days
1: well yeah we're we're not gonna dive too too deep into the maroon stuff today because i got a sneaking suspicion that uh you might want all hands on deck or at least a few more hands on deck for me when we do that interview which which will be coming
4: you can try but they always send me
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i saw that you guys did one, it was a Gigi that came on with you, or is it is it Johnny? Oh uh, Johnny.
4: Yeah, we did uh the Power of Rock podcast. Or powered whatever. by and, uh, rock. <laughs> powered by rock, sorry, the power of rock. Powered by rock. Same power thing. Rock. You know, well, not same thing, but yeah, same idea. Um yeah, and they were all kind of like, No thanks, no thanks, no thanks. And Johnny was like, Yeah, i do it. was like, Sweet, I don't need to do it for myself, <laughs> that,
1: finally. That so, surprised me though. But, yeah, man. well, JC didn't want to do it. He's a he he likes the sound of his own voice, doesn't he? <laughs> JC's a pretty busy guy though. He's, ah true. He's a he's a hard working yeah, He's
4: got a lot he's he is and he's got a lot going on. So he's he's you know, he's he's tough to schedule, I think was the problem with that one. So
1: we'll we'll try to get him on. We'll try to broach yeah, his, we might, his schedule. He might he might have been
4: away for work or something at the time. I don't I don't remember. I know Davey and Gigi are just kind of like, meh, you do it. <laughs> they've always been that way, you know, anytime we had an interview, we'd just you go ahead and I'll be like, well, should we always have the singer? It seems kind of cliche. And they're like, man, yeah, whatever.
1: Sounds like <laughs> it sounds like Ozone. So, so naturally I tied him up and made made him do this show with me. He's like, good. He's, he's hating yeah. every minute of it, but he's doing just, it. Uh, he's he's more,
4: yeah. <laughs> he's way more entertaining.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. So, Riley, or the drummer of Trash, was listening, and he's like, "Ozone, you sound grumpy. <laughs> You're always grumpy." He's <laughs> even supposed to be here today. <laughs> he definitely didn't want to. He's like, "Do I have to be on all of them?" I'm like, "You don't have to, but you know, I'll be a little disappointed. I might cry
2: <laughs> until I miss the first one.
4: I'm, <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed." <laughs>
1: Well, I'm sure there'll be some that he's just not available or whatever, and the show must go on. But for the most part, we're going to try to give it a different dynamic than the shows I've done in the past. Where just my well, f- nasally voice, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> give the listeners a break. Fuck, so much nasal sinuses.
0: <laughs> sinuses. I
1: don't know. <laughs> what? Well, let's uh, let's back up the truck here. So you' you're back the truck up. You got a couple a couple projects involved with this label. Let's talk about your solo project. and uh, sure. why did you create it? and uh, why are you excited about it?
4: Ah, uh, so the Robbie Marone solo project was um originally just overflow from stuff I would write for the Marones. and there was just too much, uh, especially come Covid time. I wrote so much music. Um but, uh, So Marone's guys, I mean, if you know Davey and you know, Gigi, they're very talented guitar players. And now we got Johnny in there too. He's a very talented bass player. And JC's obviously a good drummer and talented drummer. Um, but, uh, you know, when, when the Marone started, it was me just writing. I wrote all the music and and handed it out and the guys just kind of made it their own thing from there and took it and made it better. Um, and, uh, so I still write those songs, but it doesn't seem fair now to turn around and give all these guys my shitty little demos and be like, yeah, make this good, you know, and they'll they'll do it for a bunch and stuff. But they're we're at that point now where, you know, <laughs> these guys want to write some music, too, and stuff. So um, and I don't slow down. I've always got a million ideas. And uh, so I'm always writing. Um, I'm what they say. I write for the trash can um i just get it down first and then i tweak it a little bit and then uh, i throw it out there and um so there there's just too much of it and a lot of it just didn't fit the style that the rest of the band wanted to go and i'm not a uh asshole dictator no matter what ozone says about me um i'm actually a very <laughs> nice guy and uh <laughs> he's on to us so yeah <laughs> no so uh who's the leak (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so it's it's basically just overflow of all my uh my mind diarrhea and uh uh, i i write and record it and i got nothing else to do with it and i like the songs a lot they're very uh cheesy and stupid which is very much who i am and who i aspire to be (laughs) and uh so, so then when you guys are like, yeah, sure, we'll help you with it, and I can send it to you guys, and you guys can bounce mixes off me, and then help me uh, send it out to different people to get their takes on it and hear what they have to say. The feedback's always been pretty positive on it, which I get a kick out of. So I, I like to hear that because especially when it's something so personal, right? And it's, um, like I said, it's it's pretty stupid. So you're throwing yourself out there, like, you know, if somebody wanted to take, uh Take a piss on me. they could do it very easily <laughs> with my music uh so to have good feedback on it has been really nice
1: so when you orig- originally envisioned the marones, like obviously you can tell that there's mm-hmm. a, based on the name that you have you have some influences was that like this mm-hmm. was the three chord stripped down punk rock what you had in mind initially, and it just kind of morphed into more of a skate punk technical. <laughs> faster band or how did that happen
4: yeah i mean my vision uh for the maroons was kind of a 50 50 um of no effects and the ramones um i wanted the catchiness of the ramones um you know with the with the hooks and the simplicity of the ramones but with the speed and uh, angst of no effects and kind of snot nose style of no effects kind of thing. So that was kind of a, it was kind of a collaboration. The Marones name actually came from the Moron Brothers song. It used to be a theme song for a rock and roll bingo show I did. Um, And then that rock and roll bingo show um, turned into a whole thing where we dressed up like bangers and called ourselves the Marones and Uh, I wrote four songs about rock and roll bingo, and uh, yeah.
1: Okay, I remember that song. I didn't know it was based on a true event.
4: Yeah, rock and roll bingo, baby, was about the host and how all the girls wanted to be with him because he's such a cool guy because he's hosting rock and roll bingo. And then uh, Blackout was originally written about, you know, in bingo when you get a blackout bingo bullshit was originally written about when somebody calls bingo and they don't have bingo and you all yell bullshit. <laughs> and uh, I feel like there was one other one. It was four songs that I had and I can't think of what the other one was, but yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, when we actually had a band doing stuff, we didn't want to play out the bingo thing. <laughs> so <laughs> we kept bingo baby and changed the others to other things. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: The more you know, the more you yeah. know. So yeah,
4: that's not
2: what I thought blackout was about.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, originally it was uh, it was like daubers high, yeah, put them in the sky. Falls <laughs> to the wall, <laughs> bingo, baby.
2: <laughs> it was odd. Uh, that's hilarious. And
4: then I just altered it all about you know, getting shittered and fucked up. And uh, same thing with uh oh no, bullshit was same idea just not about bingo right instead of being full of shit about your bingo card now you're just an asshole and you're full shit so it was very easy to transform them into (laughs) regular punk songs (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) bingo is relatable Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's
4: it's funny how close the two really are and how well they go together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to
1: be fair, that's probably a niche that hasn't really been tackled. You know, there's baseball. Punks, it's true, right? I've never heard of bingo. We'd punks. be the
4: We'd be the Hanson brothers of bingo.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Man, think of the, the merchandising that would be possible. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean your your crowd might not be what you're what you're after. It might be. <laughs> literally well you know as, as you're playing but <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. that's amazing <laughs> well since i don't want to go too deep into the maroons are you able to talk about your 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 uh band that you're hoping to start i know it's good yeah for sure yeah
2: well we're yeah we're we
4: got stuff going we've got uh Almost a full band. We've got uh, about 10 songs written. We've got a set ready to go. We just need a drummer. So if any drummers out there are looking for something fun to do or can even fill in for, you know, maybe a show or two while we get our feet wet, and then that would be cool. Uh, but uh, another thing that I wanted to do, again, uh, aging myself here. Um, before me first in the Gimme give um, I was still a punk rocker and uh i had this great idea you remember back in the day you'd get a punk cd a skate punk cd and you look through the titles and just looking for that cover tune so it was like oh man cover tunes were like you just couldn't wait to hear the cover tune because every punk band had to have a cover tune and, and then so i was like one day i'm just going to start a band and it's going to be all punk covers it's gonna Be awesome and then i thought i came up with the name the golden Lodies, and we do all 50s and 60s covers and the bass player would have a, a, an upright bass and we'd all have like the big rock-a-doodle haircuts and sing like Elvis and shit. I'm like, yeah, that'd be so rad. Uh, and then it never came to fruition, obviously. And then me first in the Gimme Gimmies came out and I was like, well, I guess that idea is completely <laughs> ruined. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, so now I've decided to do it anyways, uh, not to the extent that I always thought I would uh, when I was a kid, but uh, so we're just... Well, it's it's uh, it's the Golden Loties, um, and it's uh, it's all punk covers, but we do modern stuff and old stuff, so it's not just '50s, '60s, um, and um, and we do it we do it a lot more, uh, say like I don't know maybe Screeching Weasel, Boogada, Boogada, boogada esque, um, so it's not all you know cleaned up like skate punk, and it's not like hardcore either, but it's kind of in the middle, I guess. Um, very simple stuff but very catchy and then they're all like you know great tunes that you know and love kind of thing done with a classic punk rock edge oh yeah yeah I, it, it's I'm loving it
1: <laughs> well and they uh, even after me first there's that band now that they just seem to do like Disney covers or if there's like a like oh a yeah um, what the fuck? punk rock factory yeah which is like I don't even want to get don't get me started yeah. on that name like yeah I, <laughs> right <laughs> but I mean they're obviously making a splash cuz they got millions and millions of plays on every one of their songs but yeah
4: yeah and it they took it the other way right like they took like me first and the game of gimme's are are uh very talented and very polished band but then when you hear punk rock factory they they've taken it that extra level where they're you know getting a lot more technical with it and even more clean and everything else. And it's, it's awesome. I love it. My kids love it. And, um, they're awesome musicians and stuff, but, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's still gotta be that classic old school punk in my eyes, right? Like we, we can't forget about the old three chord and not as polished, you know, really edgy, basic punk rock for me that's always very important like i love the new stuff i love the polished stuff but you know the day that we lose all that classic you know dingy just fun and simple but in your face stuff right that's that's important to me
1: definitely man well on that note let's take a little bit of a musical interlude here So we kind of talked offline about what you wanted to hear let's see if you remember what do you want i wrote here? it down
3: <laughs> <laughs> i wrote it down which
4: which one am i supposed to be asking for though uh, it's, it's mine
1: your, it's your choice man dealer's choice hit us with okay. what, whatever you want
4: well i'd like to start with uh the burning nickels track um the the christmas track i know it's far from christmas but i absolutely love this track it's one of my favorite tracks that we did uh when i was playing on uh, the burning nickels stuff there uh, it's, uh speaking of cover tunes hey nice segue <laughs> there you go it's
1: almost <laughs> like a plan this.
4: Even, yeah that was well done uh yeah i can't remember it's it's an old country song i can't do you remember who did it originally
1: of course not oh that's uh i'll add it in <laughs> <laughs> no, the pressure's in yeah <laughs> if some old country guy what was it uh, oh right
4: not Roy Rogers, but right
2: here. Uh, is it Roy Rogers? I don't know. We're, Roger, we're Miller. Roger, Roger Miller. We're close. Roger Miller. There you go. Yes, yeah. Roger Miller. Yeah. Like, I know we, I bought, we actually bought a cover license for it. So that's a, it's a, it's See, a raw, raw.
4: So
1: it wasn't nano. <laughs> no.
4: You guys never told me it was a cover. So you sent me the the track. I put the baseline down on it, and then I did some backups on it. And then you guys took it from there and then you published it and everything else. It's like, this is such an awesome track, man. Like you guys wrote such a good tune here. I had no idea. (laughs) And then, so I was sitting there listening to it. It came on like my Christmas like list at Christmas time. And my father-in-law is like, Whoa, who's this? I'm like, Oh, this is a side project. I've been working with burning nickels, toy trains. He's like, Oh, what made you decide to cover this track? I'm like, what? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah this
4: is a classic Christmas song I was like
0: oh
1: you know what I had no idea you know what's funny though is you're not alone like that was like a staple like where I grew up and we like everyone yeah. we all knew it but then
2: like yeah. I don't know if Ozone knew it before I I, I, this, I did I was the same boat I didn't really know and then I was walking through the mall or something one day and I'm like I know this song this song is really familiar what is it oh <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a
4: country thing because my family didn't listen to any country growing up, hardly. And so we never heard that stuff. And and my uh, wife's side of the family, they listen to a lot of country. So especially the classic country, right? So they they introduced me to a ton of like new Christmas stuff at Christmas time, uh, since I've been with my wife, right? Country music that country Christmas classics that I'd never heard. And they're like, You've never heard this? <laughs>
1: You've never heard this?
4: <laughs> you've never heard thistle hair the christmas bear
1: <laughs> okay, i definitely have never heard that
4: oh i didn't even realize that was now. country it's...
1: i think we just sung yeah. it in school is where i knew it
4: really the roger miller one
1: i don't know i remember singing it as a kid huh. i don't know i, di- I didn't really? realize it was country maybe it was maybe it was the nana version <laughs> yeah <laughs> is it nana or nana muskuri I don't know. Oh, she did one, too? I thought you were just being sarcastic. No, I typed in old toy trains <laughs> into my Google, and it, it's the first thing that comes up.
4: Ah, huh, that's got to
1: be way different. But it does say Roger Miller. Oh, you you want to switch it up? You want to play the <laughs> Nano <burning Nichols? laughs> one, no, you want to play the No, you play that one
4: on the show, and while you're doing that, I'm going to go and listen to the Nano Muscuari one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so here we go. This is Burning Nichols. Old toy trains.
0: Oh boy, it's Santa! Oh Something very special in his sack for you too.
1: And we're back. All right. So yeah, my apologies to Robbie. Uh, we we talked all about cobwebs and the people that played on it, but we, we forgot to mention he was playing bass on it. But I didn't. I was saying there was guest stars because you you've been a full fledged member for a few albums by now. So you know, I, I guess I didn't feel yeah, like yeah. I needed to comment on you but my bad i always
4: still feel like a guest
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah we uh that was from old toy trains was from the who songer we did um yeah. containing that and rum nogs and yeah. rum nogs is a bit of a spotify christmas darling it goes on a bit of a run every every yuletide season we see the plays go up by like ten thousand. so that's making that money yeah,
2: that's all we need. on punk, punk christmas every year pays the bills it's all right which yeah, is it.
1: sweet because it's you know i mean old toy trains is awesome too but you know we wouldn't make as much money off that since we didn't, didn't write it but yeah you wouldn't get any of that yeah
2: yeah so uh
1: you know it keeps the could it have it.
2: been one of our real bands getting on it <laughs> no but <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> i think that's the last
1: time we really got playlisted for any of our bands. It's like, that,
2: that's how Spotify works. Do these, does this band play live? No? Perfect. Put it in the algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Did they break up? Yeah. Sweet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you really push this song. This is a very important <laughs> and relevant band in this day and age. Be, they'll be so pissed now. Let's go.
2: Gets <laughs> taken off this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are probably
1: listen. Fuckers. <laughs> yeah, check if you haven't if you haven't checked that out. It's called Cool Tide Carols, and the artwork is uh, what's his last name? Can't remember. It's the dude who Carol, plays Archie, Archie Bunker. His name is
4: Carol name. Tanning. Carol.
1: Man, we should have did our something. research before we run our mouse. I got my Google here. Give me a second Archie sec. Bunker, played by Carol O'Connor. Carol O'Connor. See,
4: I was close tanning, tanning, you? Channing, <laughs> tanning, O'Con- <Close> O'Connor.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> pretty much so spot on. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I got Carol, right.
1: <laughs> so we're hoping to put that out on eight track. One of these Christmases. We just haven't gotten around to it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well, I think we, uh, like I said, for the 800th time, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Marones on a, on an episode down the road, but, uh, Let's talk about your, your other venture r f m productions mm-hmm. yeah, so so Hope what it. is it and uh, <laughs> what what have you done and what do you plan to do? Um,
4: yeah, it's uh I don't know, a hobby where I like to put on parties. I've been putting on parties for over twenty years um, and then uh I like to put on punk rock parties for the last four or five years and i've i feel like i was doing a pretty good job uh, most of the shows i put on have a decent turnout the bands get paid pretty well not you know not as much as they should be paid unfortunately but that's do what we can um but uh bands get paid reasonable bands have a good time people have a good time uh i really like to focus on you know uh, it's it's more of i like to throw parties right like i think that's important i i as much as it's you know a promotion company and i'm a promoter and all that stuff uh you know for me bottom line is i just want to throw parties um and if you want to come play a party then hit me up and and uh, if i got something that uh, we can fit you on i will um and if you want to come out and have a good time then come party with us because that's what we're doing
1: Hell yeah so just to clarify, the R F M stands for Robbie effing. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Robbie Fun <laughs> Fun. Boy, oh, got nothing. Fun man. <laughs> Robbie Funny Man. <laughs>
1: Well that's cool. So I'll let you use your imagination.
2: <laughs> so I couldn't think of any M words. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't want to get canceled. We got to, we gotta keep it keep it above the belt here. Um, <laughs> so, as I previously mentioned, <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna talk about your uh, your upcoming one that we're all excited about. But uh so last September sure. we all headed out to high river brewing and you put on a a good old party there with how many bands did you end up with for the sonar music fest Uh, i believe it was nine nine bands in this economy nine bands (laughs) yeah and (laughs) And the
4: bands got you know reasonably well paid for a half hour set and with nine bands kind of thing and uh, uh everybody seemed to have a really good time i know i had a blast and we had a party out in the parking lot afterwards. Gigi had the barbecue going and cooking up hot dogs and burgers after the show. And everybody's hanging out, having a good time. It was a blast.
1: Yeah. So for the folks at home, that might not be familiar with uh high river, Alberta. How did, uh, how did shows start happening out there?
4: Um, I couldn't tell you cause they've been doing it long before I started going out to shows there. Um, but, uh, I, uh, I started going out there, uh, two years ago when, uh, you know, COVID broke and they started having shows out there. Now I live in South Calgary, but I think one of the, you know, biggest things that hold people back from high river is they feel like it's so far out there, but it's only a 20 minute drive from Calgary. It's not that far. Like you could drive from one area of Calgary to another area of Calgary in. Like today, for example, I worked, uh, it was a 34 minute drive to get to my first spot today from my house. I could have gone to high river and sat down and had half a beer in that time. Like it's crazy, but people, you know, hear high river and they're like, Oh, it's too far. I'm not going to high river, but you're missing out, man. Cause it's a great venue, uh, great people, great beer. Uh, they do a lot for the, for the music, uh, scene for Calgary and area. And, uh, put on tons of shows they got like I said a pretty good venue for it especially come summertime now they've been asked to cut down the amount of shows this year just for sound purposes but they're doing a lot to uh, to work with the town in that regard as well too so they shouldn't have uh, they had some issues with some people complaining about the sound like a few blocks away or whatever so they've made some adjustments to fix that and yeah so there'll be some awesome parties out there and of course our uh, first big one well yeah, first big one for them, and uh, my first big one of the year uh, will be Pumpkin Donuts on Saturday, June tenth.
1: Pumpkin Donuts. So, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna plead ignorance here, even though I know everything that's going on. But is should uh, should we expect punk rock and donuts? Is that is that a a wise thing? To, yes. Do expect?
4: <laughs> yes. Um, that's another one that goes back to my. Uh, I'm really just living out my childhood here. <laughs> I'm a, now that I'm old enough and have the resources, I'm doing all the things that I thought of as a kid. Um, I I don't remember where it came from, but I came up with the name Punkin' Donuts instead of Dunkin' Donuts and uh, said, you know, someday I'm going to put on a music festival called Punkin' Donuts. And, you know, it was kind of slapped together this year. Uh, I didn't have as much time as I wanted to put into it, but I kept trying the planet for the last two years and different things just kept getting in the way and everything else so this year i was just like you know what Nothing's stopping me i'm just gonna it's actually on my birthday so i made it that uh that was my goal is on on my birthday this year we're doing pumpkin donuts come uh, i won't say hell or high water because that's not a good term to use for high river uh <laughs> come, come whatever <laughs> yeah exactly we're, we're doing it anyways uh well unless it floods but got um, they, out they put a lot of stuff in a place where they hopefully shouldn't have those issues anymore after the last one so should be good to go in that regard but uh yeah so we're going through with it we've got uh i think it was six bands seven bands yeah and we've got another joe playing their first show in over 20 years um if you don't know another joe look them up man they're awesome they used to uh tour a lot with gob that's when i saw him when i was a younger man i've actually got a handbill on my wall here that i'm looking at right now it was uh at the old black lounge in the university it was gob another joe showdown 76 and belvedere oh wow <laughs> 1997 damn sponsored sponsored by skater sports shop sweet yeah
1: I n- but, yeah i never got Sorry, to go see a- another joe Definitely. Oh, they're great. Obviously, found their their music through Gob as a as a kid, right? I think yeah. I don't know if somebody had that split or. Yeah. Whatever.
4: As seen on TV is fantastic split. Yeah. Like Gob and another Joe, it's so good. Yeah.
1: yeah, and then the Pee into the wind. I think I had a friend who had that. Yeah. or, or I don't know. Yeah. Somehow I had to yeah. eat at Bernie's. I remember having that song, and it was just yeah. kind of one in our in our regular rotation when we were kids. So.
4: Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. It's they—they uh, they were an awesome band, and they're back together. They just put out an awesome album, and uh, they agreed to do their first show. Uh, like they're from Vancouver, and they're playing their first show at our Pumpkin Donuts Festival in High River. So, uh, and they've been—they've uh, been awesome about the whole thing. Just super stoked about it. And you know, we ran into a bunch of uh, speed bumps along the way, where I was questioning whether or not it was going to be worth it and everything else. And John just kept saying, no, man, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. So he was, he was a big part of me actually following through with it this year. So kudos to them, man. and It's going to be an awesome time.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Well, uh, since it's already common knowledge, Trash animals will be there as well. So we're pretty excited. Yep. To-
4: <laughs> yeah, the lineup's great. We got you guys, another Joe Marones, uh, and then we got Teacup Romance coming down from Edmonton, uh, High End Denim, favorites uh short straps regal foul and uh who am I missing
1: That's all it's on the poster i think That's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Dude, it's definitely a deadly deadly lineup for sure. I'm excited for it. Yeah, it'll be
4: a good time. And I thought it's donuts. Right? Yeah, free donuts with ticket purchase, so
1: Yeah,
2: tell
4: us. We'll get your tickets. How do the, how at, the donuts uh,
2: come
1: into play? Where are the donuts from?
4: Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> That's an afterthought. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, it was it was my original idea was to find uh, a local independent donut vendor um, that would uh, you know be pumped about it and want to do it. And uh, every donut vendor I talked to, uh, they're like, "Nah, not interested." I was like, well, okay." <laughs> Run into a bit of a snafu, so okay, so. Uh, I've been looking at, uh, different, uh, independent bakeries that don't really care about, um, you know, the sponsorship side of it or anything else. So, uh, I'll just get some, go support one of the, in, one of these, uh, independent bakeries. Uh, I'll give them enough notice and stuff, but I'll just go in and be like, "Hey, uh, on Saturday, June 10th, I need like 500 donuts, uh, assorted please.
0: And, uh, Donut man.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, you know what? I never reached out to Donut Mill. I should actually. I you know, best, was thinking all local. I was thinking all around. local, right? But well, and it, you know, they're they're big enough. So I'm curious to see if they'll give me the time of day. But I'll reach out to them for sure. Cause yeah, we stop there every time going through. Yeah, if we're if we're you know the one show we played in High River, and then every time we go to Edmonton, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I go there way too
2: often. <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> well, it doesn't show, man. You're ripped.
2: <laughs> uh, try because i go there on my bike <laughs> there you go
4: <laughs> gotta justify it yeah
1: well uh, speaking of sponsors high-end denim records is actually very proud to be a sponsor of uh and donuts basically because yes, uh it. robbie held me down and smacked me in the belly till i agreed but, uh, no, we're doing,
4: it. I I offered you, I offered you two Boston cream and one jelly filled and you were like, Oh, okay.
1: good. <laughs> you had me in Boston. Cream. How did you know? Oh, cause I literally <laughs> love every kind of donut that's so. <laughs> how hence my physique. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I guess if anybody else is listening or knows anyone that would want to get on board, I mean, I'm sure you'll, you'll welcome anybody aboard to help make this a success and hopefully an annual thing. Right. Is that what you're hoping to do?
4: Yeah. So we do the, uh, we do sonar in the late summer and we're hoping to do pumpkin donuts every year in the uh, in the early summer. So we'll have the two festivals. Um, you know, it seems kind of crazy to do two festivals, I guess. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. They're two totally different kind of festivals. And, uh, you know, in Calgary, you only really have like three months to do them. So why not?
1: If you want to do them outdoors, yeah. It's
4: just... Yeah. Yeah.
1: summers summers go go away pretty quickly around these parts so uh yeah don't really have the luxury and then there's like probably a month where everybody's gone camping or gone doing whatever so yeah you could try to host something then but it's gonna be be hit or miss
0: yeah yeah. for sure
1: so you're gonna you're gonna have different bands at both festivals right by design you're not yeah
4: so no um you know, one of the things that I'll make sure is that, you know, if you played Sonar last year, you won't play it this year, and if you play Punk and Donuts this year, you won't play Sonar this year, and vice versa and stuff. So we wanna, we wanna try and mix up the bands as much as possible, right? We don't want the same bands playing every year. Um, and then if you know me, you know I'm strict on my radius clauses. Like, um, you know, we don't want the same bands that are playing at the other festival up the road a week later two weeks before and everything else. Right. We want our, our festivals to be special in the sense that, you know, when they see the lineup, they're like, yeah, I haven't seen those guys in a while. I haven't seen those guys in a while, you know? So we try to make it as special as we can for everybody.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, uh, got anything else that you, that you need to hype before we, uh, go into the best part of the show and then let you go on with your night. (laughs) <laughs> uh
4: no I, th- I think we got it all covered i think we're good
1: hell yeah man so yeah if everybody's oh oh
4: oh sorry to i should mention too uh uh what is it uh the may long no not the may long weekend may 4th 5th 6th and 7th may 5th uh in edmonton for all our edmonton friends uh we got stinko de mayo uh, Marons, uh with our good friends The Fomites and Let's Go Coming from Vancouver and Kamloops Respectively um, Where RFM is uh, uh, Helping them put on their little mini Alberta tour here so we'd love to get some support Out if you haven't checked them out yet Check out the Fomites and Let's Go Two really good punk bands uh, Maybe not uh, super well heard of But they should be especially if you're into The underground punk scene Check them out, come out to one of the shows. Like I said, May 5th in Edmonton. May 6th, they're in Calgary of Burns with uh, high-end denim short straps. Uh, and then, um, oh, sorry, there was somebody else on that. Who do we have on that? Oh, yeah, Apollo uh, Spitfire from Edmonton is playing the Edmonton and Calgary show as well, too, and they just rip. And then uh, Sunday uh, at uh, High River Brewing Company, We've got uh, Fomites, Let's Go, and as you announced last week, High and Denim's Upside Down Man. So that should be a good show, too.
1: <laughs> Still haven't done it officially, but it's a, it's a yeah. little, little treat yeah. for we're, those we're, of you that are listening to this podcast. We're just announcing <laughs> it every
4: podcast, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, uh,
4: Keep it going.
1: I'm really excited to hear that. Well, How's it going, Steve?
4: <laughs> yeah, you you better interview them next podcast, I
1: guess. <laughs> I was chatting with them today, and, and they got their first mixes for their new album, and I'm very excited. To
4: hear oh, they this, did so. finally. Good, yeah. I was just talking to Steve the other day, or like last week, and he didn't have them yet. He's like, huh. Ah. But yeah, they're that's going to be a good album. That's going to be a great album, if you haven't heard those
1: guys yet. Yeah, definitely excited. I mean, we good. had them down here in Red Deer last December, and it was great. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. what those guys get up to this year. Yeah, solid.
4: Solid band for sure. That album's gonna be and they're they're recording with Casey and stuff, so you know they're in good hands. It's gonna be good.
1: Hell yeah. Well let's let's roll into the second last song you're gonna choose. And uh we're gonna right. let you let you uh, go home and or go off the computer and go to bed. So what do you want to hear? <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> uh
4: I'd like to hear my favorite uh Robbie Marone song, and that's Wheelie Pop and Stud Ball.
1: All right, here we go. Wheelie poppin' stud ball. Robbie Marone, welcome to the Pressure Cooker. Are you ready? ready. Alright, the timer will begin when I finish asking this first question. Who is the best Ramon? Joey. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. What's the best kind of donut? Boston cream. Who's the smelliest Marone? Mmm. <laughs> I don't know. Pass. Uh, Your mom. (laughs) Gatorade (laughs) or Powerade? Uh, Water. (laughs) What's the third biggest city in Canada? Uh, Cowdery? Simpsons or Futurama? Simpsons. What's your most hated NHL team? Edmonton. What's the best queer song?
4: Uh, See you later, fuckface.
1: right, finish this lyric. I'm going to a place where all the tough guys go. I don't know. (laughs) You don't like social media? I don't think you're in key. Fuck. I thought you were a social (laughs) social (laughs) media guy. All right. Grapes or cantaloupe? Grapes. Grapes. Uh, And there we go.
4: (laughs) There we go. Uh, Yeah. I'm only like a... I like I like half social distortion stuff a lot, and then the other half I find kind of boring.
1: So, <laughs> that's prison. What bound. track was that? Prison Bound. Oh yeah. Going to a yeah. place where all the tough guys go and come out even tougher. I thought you would have known that one. It just seemed like it would be up your alley, but I guess not. Mm. <laughs> that's an old one. That's oh. like their mom's yeah. little monster era.
4: Yeah, yeah. I've heard it, but I not enough times that I recognize it.
1: Well, fine. Maybe I won't continue this, finish this lyric one. (laughs) I
2: didn't want to make it too
1: obvious. (laughs) No, you got me. And and, and the third biggest city in Canada is Vancouver. So now you Okay, So it's Toronto. Montreal. Vancouver. Montreal.
4: I always forget about Montreal. (laughs) Sorry, Montreal. Sorry. Sorry. I'm like Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary. That's how I go. Oh, yeah, there's Montreal. (laughs) My bad.
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't give you a, wouldn't a TG up with the Calgary answer though. Come on. I know. Wow. That's, I was like, Oh yeah, he's trying to fuck with me. It was me, misdirection yeah. at its finest. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, you can uh, play us off with your final song and uh, you can go to bed.
4: Okay. Thanks. What do
1: you, what do you want to hear? See in the funny papers. <laughs> Is that what you want to hear?
4: <laughs> well, did you, you already
1: played wheelie? wheelie's been played yet
4: yeah. okay well let's go with my staple then let's go with the queer see you later fuck face
1: all righty here we go see you later fuck face see you in the funny papers see you in the funny
4: papers <laughs> <laughs> fuck you
1: perfect ending <laughs> and we're out
0: we with a couple of bones.
4: This is Robbie Marone, and you're listening to Denim Radio on the Internet.
1: All right. Well, thanks, Robbie, for choosing that song. And uh, never thought I'd say it, say it out loud, but the queers are actually going to be in friggin' Red Deer, Alberta, on June something or other <laughs> with Teenage Ball Rocket. So, yeah, make sure you head down to Bo's Barn Stage if you haven't got tickets yet, because that will be pretty cool. Well, yeah, thanks, Robbie, for for spending some time with us I think it was a pretty insightful interview if you didn't know what he was all about hopefully now you do and hopefully you don't go running for the hills because <laughs> I think he brings a lot to the, to the label and uh, to the scene with with the shows he books and the music he puts out wouldn't you agree no I absolutely agree yeah so uh that's about it I mean this this is another doozy of an episode I think we're gonna kind of wrap it up but how do you want to play play this
2: episode off uh there's been one one album I've been listening to non-stop since it came out this summer and that's the sick waiting album and I love the track one fell swoop so I'd like to hear that
1: all right so we're gonna listen to some sick waiting and we will see you guys again when we see you this has been Josh and ozone on
0: Denim radio. heard this?